Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Wait, it's uh, it's October. Do you mean fiscal New Year? That's right. Ah! Fiscal Year 21. Fiscal Year 21. Woo. Yes. Welcome, everyone. This is Karen. And that is Javier. Yes, we are. <laughs> and <laughs> Together, we are the, we Gup are the Geeks. Goodness. Yeah, what are we doing here? It's like we skipped rehearsal or something <laughs> like that. Welcome to today's show. Today, we are going to be talking about how you can go about finding your true purpose, your passion, your career. The career that's right for you. Exactly. So let's go ahead and roll the credits here. So here we are again. Thank you so much for joining us. So here at the GovGeeks, our whole purpose is to help individuals find fulfillment in public service. And uh, the definition of public service is so large. There's just so many people doing good work for the public, but we are eager to work with all of you to help government function as best as it can. And as Karen so kindly mentioned, Happy New Year. FY21, fiscal year 21, begins today for the federal government, October 1st. Uh, Karen, the New Year's is pretty exciting. How's uh, everything treating you so far? One day into it. <laughs> so far, so good. I think uh, it was really good in a sense where we made sure to take stock and pause for a moment uh, about the past fiscal year, what went well, what didn't go so well, um, and just taking a moment to recognize all those accomplishments and then what we want to do for FY21. That's outstanding. That sounds like some good planning. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, today's show is all about how to find the career that is right for you. We're really excited about this topic. I mean, really, there's so many different positions in government. There's just so many opportunities that are out there. So if you're interested in public service and you're interested in a fulfilling career, well, one of the big old questions is, well, how do you even know which career is right for you? Exactly. And we're here to help you figure that out. Exactly. So we have a couple of suggestions for us today. And then we also have our questions and answers session. Uh, questions from the, the geekdom, as it were, the, the Q&A. We look forward to getting to that one. But before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I also just wanted to make sure and remind everyone that we have launched the GovGeek Challenge. This is a 14-day challenge to help you find some fulfillment in government. At the end of the 14 days, you'll have a resume, you'll have next steps for your interviews, you'll have a better sense of career direction. So we really encourage you to come on out to thegovgeeks.com, um, see a little bit more about what the challenge is all about, and hopefully it meets all of your needs and we can be of value to you. Absolutely. Yeah. So with all of that said, let's go ahead and jump into our suggestions today. So I know the first one then is really finding what makes you happy. So Karen, how do you go about in your career finding the things that make you happy? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I think it really ties into, uh, you know, you're not always going to be doing the task that brings you the most joy, but what about that task? Um, did you find joyful or did you find some happiness in and how do you tie it to what you're good at? Right. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but we all have these innate abilities and oftentimes we can find that when we're working um, in the government, you know, wherever you happen to be working. But especially I know for me, it's just 
kind of taking that reflection, and I think reflection is key of, you know, what you did that week, what you did that, you know, quarter, and kind of go through and see, you know, what really made me happy or what portion of my job gave me fulfillment. Right. And how can I get more of that? Right. So as an example, uh, I enjoy spreadsheets. Mm -hmm. I enjoy formulas. Um, I'm a puzzle person, mm -hmm. right? I think you're well aware of that. Very much so. <laughs> so she is awesome at puzzles. <laughs> puzzles, coding, things like that. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it very much. So Excel is just something that um, I enjoy. So while I find the, the satisfaction in that, I try to see how I can use that in my tasks. So often find ways to use it. It also makes things so much more efficient. Sure. So constantly learning more and more um, about how to utilize that as a, an important tool. So that's kind of how I go about it is taking that moment to reflect on what I enjoyed about a certain task. And then again, try to duplicate that throughout the rest of my career. Yeah, that, that totally makes sense. And it, it actually reminds me of Mary Poppins a little bit as well, because she's describing situations where people have to do chores, for instance. And she says, the thing to do is to find what is fun about it. And then what has been a challenge is now a snap to do. So you're calling me Mary Poppins? Well, of course, That's yeah. Awesome. You are the chic gov geek with Mary Poppins cred. Nice. <laughs> I never even thought about it that way, but you're right. That's definitely what she was. And it, it's also interesting because she said to find the fun and really hearing what you're saying about reflecting on your experiences, it's all about asking ourselves, well, what is it that I found to be fun about whatever the activity is, whatever the issues are, et cetera. So you want to go out and find more of what that is. And if you ask yourself, okay, um, what is it that I really enjoy doing? and you begin creating a catalog. And this is what you were mentioning a little bit about mindfulness and just being aware, having some good time to uh, offer us some reflections. And as you are building up a list, you'll come up with known ideas that truly do make you happy. Right, like I will say this end of the fiscal year, always a stressful time, right? Right. But I found myself sitting there at my desk and I'm very stressed out. There's a lot that I have to do a little panicky, mm -hmm. but at the same time enjoying it. I don't know if that makes any sense. I've learned that I really strive um, for that stress and I enjoy that and sure. I do, it helps me work better. So not that I say that's good for everyone or even good for me, but I noticed that, oh, I, I took a step back in that moment. I was like, why am I so excited right now when I feel so stressed and overwhelmed? But it was just the, the anticipation of everything and just feeling that um, commonality with the rest of the federal government of yeah. what we're doing and all the work that we've done for the entire year. So it's just, it's just an exciting feeling. So. Well, it's cool because you identified something that creates some real energy for you. And energy is a fantastic thing. It can be something that can be corrosive, but it can also be something that is very exciting. And here's some great pictures, for instance, of when we're trying to go through and figure out some puzzles, some activities. These are all areas that really find uh, joy for us. Uh, cooking, baking, um, but really connecting the dot on that with what we have for our career. It's about finding what really kind of excites us. And in fact, 
the stressful moments can actually be very positive times. I mean, in fact, you could pay to go to an amusement park, of course, once it's open and the pandemic is a little bit more under control, but you, you, people literally pay for thrilling adventures, stressful times, roller coasters, uh, base jumping, mm -hmm. you know, things that are have a lot of the adrenaline. Which is the same as the end of the fiscal year, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's all about like what you find fun. And, and that is the key thing, really what makes you happy. And as you're finding what that is, then you can seek that out. Because more often than not, you find what it is that you're looking for if you're looking for it. Uh, so some people sometimes want to point out all the bad things that are happening. Well, if you continue to look for bad things or issues or problems, you're going to find them. Yeah. But also if you look for things make that- make other people miserable too. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it's all just our, our choice to say, okay, am I going to find something in this situation to complain about? Or am I going to find something that really makes me happy? And then gravitate towards what that happiness is. Oh, and I love this one here, by the way. So yes, Karen and I and the family, we always love going out to the different comic book conventions. This one is at Awesome Con. Uh, we had the chance to meet the Punisher. We had the chance to go into the TARDIS the uh yeah very cool vehicle for uh the doctor uh, i personally i love uh having the chance to portray captain america <laughs> that's always great too plus we very have a, fitting yeah i love that and that's actually the shield here in, in the back too so uh we do get a lot of use out of that shield <laughs> which is so cool yeah yeah and I, I think something that was also interesting that i think find what makes you happy but it's and happy might be um I don't know, the term I would use is invigorated. Oh, invigorated. Um, wow, what a great word. Right, yeah. because I think just like yesterday, it was a long day, worked pretty late, but I got home and I was still just like wired and still had a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. And uh, try, again, as I was trying to fall asleep last night, reflecting on, you know, I didn't have any coffee. I, you know, I got up at 4.30. It's, you know, how am I still so energized? Right, yeah, um, you came home really happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I even had to ask you, did you have any extra caffeine today? <laughs> right, but I reflected because since it was the end of the fiscal year, there were more people in the office mm -hmm. and I got to see face-to-face -face with the face covering um, my team, some of my team. Right. And I had been there, you know, every day and saw all of my different members of my team and it just, that made a huge difference is having that human interaction. And I am an introvert. I think I've mentioned that multiple times, but that doesn't mean that I don't like people, right? That just means that's, you know, not where I get my energy from. But I was like, but yesterday I was so energized. So what is the difference? But I think that's also where you, again, reflect. You take a step back and think through um, and analyze, right? Which we love analyzing things. So. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. And especially if it's something where we're reflecting on our own ideas, if we're analyzing our own experiences that we're having. And, and that, I think, is one of the, the bigger things, because um, it is really our reaction. That's what we have control over. We don't necessarily have control of our environment or what is happening to us, but we can choose how to react to what we are receiving. Yeah. So, yeah, these are, are, are definite things. And when you're thinking about like your career, what is it that a career can offer 
where all of these areas are present. So you mentioned you love spreadsheets. You enjoy working with your team, uh, puzzles. puzzles, you know, figuring things out. These are bigger themes and concepts that you can play with. So when you're determining what is a good career for you to choose, well, those are some of the, the key factors to be included. And if honestly, the things that you really enjoy aren't in the career that you're in or something that you are pursuing, then maybe that's something to kind of take a step back from and think, well, is this the right area? Mm -hmm. Last week, we talked a little bit about um, how potentially, you know, the engineering career path could have been for you. I mean, a lot of well-meaning people had tried to help you along that path as well, right. but that wasn't necessarily what was the best fit for you, what you enjoyed the most. Right. Yeah. Even though I enjoyed, you know, computer science, it just was not a good fit. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. So we want to make sure that we find positions in government that allow us to have that degree of fulfillment. And the federal government, for instance, is the largest employer and the largest purchaser of goods and services in the world. I mean, it's just amazing. And then you add in additional public service positions, federal, state, local, universities. Uh, I mean, there's just an amazing amount of real solid professionals who are working in government. And so there's just plenty of opportunities to right, find truly what it is a job for you for. where you can, you know, to segue into our next topic, utilize your strengths, right? Yeah. So that's the other thing is find a vocation that utilizes those strengths. Mm -hmm. So if I have, um, you know, I enjoy doing puzzles and I'm good at them, then I should try to find a job that helps me use that. I mean, the government has so many types of positions that you wouldn't believe. I think recently I heard of um, bureaucracy hacker, which I mean, how cool is that? That's just awesome, right? So there's so many types of positions that you could um, be utilizing, even even hacker in general, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're a hacker, you could, you know, get a position in the federal government too. Crypto analyst. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's just there's so many options out there. So about utilizing your strengths. What have you learned in your current position? Well, for me, it's all about finding out really what it just clicks. Like, what is a strength for me? And I know a lot of times we try to think, okay, well, you know, what is it that other people are doing? And how is it that I emulate some of those strengths? But really, again, that reflection, looking back on ourselves and thinking, well, what is it that I do naturally so well? Something that for me is just so, so easy. And in those eases, we find areas that are more comforting. Uh, so this is funny here. Here I am on a graduation day when I got my graduate degree from Trinity Washington University. Uh, Karen's, yes, exactly. <laughs> Karen's alma mater as well. Uh, and there she is for her graduation. Um, and also I've been, gosh, for just going on 14 years now, an adjunct professor at Trinity as well. And for me, what I always enjoyed so much and what I found to be a strength was just this connection, trying to establish rapport with people and trying to help identify ways that we can move forward in our careers and our professions and all of that. So one of the courses that I've been teaching for a number of years is actually leadership theory and design. And it, it's been one of the areas that I've just so loved. <laughs> and and, I, and you you're know, good at it, right? Oh, it's, a, it's a skill that you have just like with coaching. That's something that you just have that innate ability. And, um, you know, you can tell how much you enjoy it because you're working so late, even after your nine to five. Right. Yeah. Because I'm just so excited and so happy to do it. And it's one of the areas that really kind of fuels what I'm interested in and what I'm excited about. 
uh, just like how you find joy in spreadsheets and numbers and puzzles and figuring things out that gives you the energy you know these other areas give me energy here as well really if you were to ask yourself what are the things that I am good at and then think to yourself well what is something that another person that I know and trust would say that I'm good at as well because we're kind of in our own head about our activities and what we're doing and everything. We may not even realize what our strengths are mm -hmm. because they just um, they come so naturally to us. Right, and it's a, it's a good point you make because a lot of times that's where some of the, the feedback comes into play, right? Mm -hmm. Where as a leader or even on your own team or in your own organization, even with friends or colleagues, you can sometimes identify their strengths right away and you can help them hone those strengths right? right and that's always what what we're doing especially you as a as our dungeon master and you know you identify the strengths of the different characters in order to make you know and build a coalition and a team mm -hmm. so that's that's really what you're doing in your career as well and so that's something that you want to you know take stock in is not only identifying your own strengths but identifying others you know strengths as well and I, you know, I have a kind of a good story as far as um, I have a colleague that I was helping prep for an interview. So we were doing some mock interviews and- This is good. <laughs> and we were, you know, go, just going over some questions, giving feedback, making sure, okay, make sure you hit that impact, you know, cause this person had just an impressive catalog for their career right. and trying to make sure that they showcase it. And I didn't do anything really. I just helped give them that platform, that feedback to make sure that they understood all that they've accomplished and their skills and to highlight that. And, you know, they ended up getting that position. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, congratulations to them. That's yes, fantastic. Congratulations. Excellent. And again, I didn't really do anything other than provide that feedback and help that help them to gain their confidence in their skills and abilities. Well, a lot of times that's what we do in the coaching uh, realm as well. So when we're coaching people, uh, I know you've had experiences in these conversations with people that you were mentoring and coaching. And a lot of times they're looking at the resume thinking, oh gosh, I don't, I don't know if that's really such a good accomplishment or I really don't feel comfortable. Mainly, or they don't wanna boast. Exactly, or they don't wanna boast. But really their impact that they're having is just phenomenal. And sometimes it takes another person helping them and coaching them through that to ask them, well, how did it feel to have that accomplishment? Why was that such a big deal? How do you feel that you made this type of an impact? And oh, by the way, this really is a big deal. This is fantastic. Exactly. Yeah. You got an award from the entire organization, from the head of the organization. Right. Like that is a huge deal. Yeah, absolutely. But I know a lot of times, just as in general human nature, we want to kind of recoil from that and think, ah, oh, you know, maybe it's not as great or it's not as great as what's going on over there. But really, these are all indicators about our strengths, about what it is that we can do well. And as long as we can recognize it, that allows us to find a career that is really meaningful for us. Yeah. And I think we um, talked a little bit about sleep, you know, a little earlier. And so the next one is what helps us sleep well. Yeah. And th this is this is an interesting concept overall, because at the end of the day, you want to be able to rest well knowing that you did something that you really enjoyed, that you really found fulfillment in, and that you're really not just like worried about. So it's not like you're kind of laying there going, oh gosh, what a terrible meeting. I can't believe I did this or that. 
And here is an interesting one, a nice little picture of me. Uh, Karen loves the facial hair, by the way. <laughs> but just the experiences that allow us to feel good. And this is um, this is the GovGeek, the Geekmobile. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my car is named Basil. Uh, love, 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 love like my, my, my Mini Cooper so much. But the experiences that I have in riding with Karen and really enjoying uh, the environment that we're you know commuting to work and everything, and those are the things that just really help me feel great and, and want to sleep happily. Not like, oh my God, I can't believe I got to did that. I, I did that, or I got to wake up tomorrow and go do this thing, or I'm really not looking forward to this meeting that's going to happen. Those are all indicators. Hey, Kim, thanks very much for joining us. Yeah, and I think, you know, along those lines is I had to, you know, again, end of the fiscal year, lots of stresses, had to tell, you know, one of my teammates, don't take this home with you. It's difficult, especially now with COVID and we have a lot of um, options to, you know, we have, whether it's our phones or our tablets, um, to literally take the work home with us. I had to, you know, just leave it here. Don't take this at home or else, you know, you're not gonna rest. Um, so, you know, I think that's an important thing too, is that you need to take that time to enjoy the little things like our, my little puppy, Clara. Yes, um, so who by the way is making an awesome appearance here uh, on our, our mug. Yes. <laughs> that was a nice gift that Karen got not like too long ago. Christmas gift. Um, but yeah, just enjoying those things and having that work-life balance, which is so difficult. And I often tell people, you know, a lot of times it's not going to balance, right? One day it might be, you know, heavy work and not so much family. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the part of the balance is you are continually trying to meet that balance. You may not exactly make that balance, but you're striving towards that balance. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's important. And also just... I think you've heard this many times um, is as you're going to sleep, think through some things that you're grateful for, right? For that day, end the day on a good note so that you have a, a nice positive um, mentality before you go to sleep. And when you take all of these three suggestions together, it allows you to help find careers that are really meaningful for you. I mean, if you can know for sure that you get lost in the work that you're doing because you're so excited to do it, if you know for sure that it's something that really fuels the strengths and, and the gifts really that you have, that you feel good about that work. And when you can go home and rest well, knowing that you had the opportunity to do that, that you're reflecting on what you're grateful for, some some good happiness. Those are the things that really do make such a, such a difference and such an impact. Um, yeah, I, I mean, all of those three things together. I'm curious, Karen, from from your career, how is it that you've been able to bring all of these together? Um, well, I think you pretty much know that it it has been a journey. Mm -hmm. um, I tend to overwork sometimes or overthink or, you know, stress myself out and, and was taking it home with me. Um, and I think especially with, <laughs> there I am teleworking, um, with COVID and being in somewhat of a telework posture, right. honestly, I think it's helped because I'm even though I have the work here, I still try to maintain that boundary, um, which I've had to learn um, many times. So I think I've gotten it to a good place where I do have that boundary, but my, you know, my mission is always mission first people always for my team. Right. Mm -hmm. 
But the other thing is also in the federal government, in the organization I work with, sometimes I do have to put the mission first, which is difficult, right? You as, you know, my family, you you realize that and you all have been very supportive. And I think that's also the key mm -hmm. is having that supportive network, um, that support system, but understanding that sometimes that will be the case. And it's a definitely a push and pull sometimes, but again, trying to find that balance. So I would say reflecting has been one of the biggest things because I wouldn't do that very often. So um, by taking that step back and reflecting on situations. Yeah. So our producer here is giving us a uh, one or a, a marker for five minutes left in our conversation this evening. It's just been such an exciting conversation. Yeah, and gosh, I mean, you look like so terrified. You're just like looking over now. It's just so weird. <laughs> What's happening? My gosh, I almost wanted to like hold you. Be like, it's gonna be okay. We're gonna be okay, everyone. We're gonna get through this together. So we can go into the Q and A. <laughs> yeah, so let's go ahead and move into the Q and A session from the Gov Geekdom. We're excited about this one. So uh, there are two really good questions. Uh, one we got not too long ago in one of our coaching conversations this week, and it has to do with where we are during the, the COVID pandemic right now. So the question was, how have interviews changed or how has an interview changed during COVID? And really the overall idea is that Yes, there are a lot of more uh, video interviews. There's a lot more phone interviews rather than face-to-face -face and in-person. But at the end of the day, it's still about people. It's still about how are we going to make a connection that allows us to connect. And yes, Giselle, that is so true. Creating the space for yourself to reflect is so important. I mean, it, it, it definitely is. And trying to connect with who you are and have a good conversation because that's really what it is at the end of the day. Is this going to be a good fit, not only for the organization, but also for the individual? Right. Yeah. And I think that kind of ties into the next question, which good thing Giselle is here. She, she honestly is where I learned a lot of my um, mindfulness. Oh, she's fantastic. <laughs> I did a retreat um, with, with her organization. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh. Got disconnected in the mountains doing yoga. I mean, it was fantastic. Yeah, please feel free to look at our Instagram uh, page. There's tons of pictures of when she went out for that, absolutely. But finding mindfulness is just a, a way that we can kind of help reflect and connect with what it is that's important to us. And I think that's an overall theme that we're seeing in each of our examples today. It's really what is meaningful and impactful for us. Um, how, who are you in this moment? How are you reacting to something? Uh, there are some good indicators that allow us to understand whether or not something is kind of triggering us or having something that's a little bit more insightful. Um, one of the things that I always remember from Giselle, she had this great suggestion that I want to share with you guys, is noticing whether or not you have your, your tongue at the roof of your mouth. If you feel like this just general tension, if you feel your tongue pressing against the roof, that is your, your muscles getting a little tense. And you can ask yourself the question, well, why is it happening right now? Why is this being triggered in me? What about the situation? And that allows you to be mindful of what you are projecting outwards as well. Right. God, I love that one. Yeah, exactly. And it's just it's being present, right? Being present to notice that your body is having these changes. 
And I think I heard um, in a news story the other day about how there's an increase in dental visits because of all of the grinding teeth um, due, due to you know stressors with COVID and with the pandemic going on. So mindfulness now is just more important um, than ever. So it's just making sure that you are being present, just like, you know, we uh, went to uh, the fall harvest, mm -hmm. um, did a hayride in our own vehicle um, here in Virginia, and um, it was nice. We're still eating the popcorn. <laughs> we had a big old bag We'll, be, we'll of have that for a while. <laughs> so we only have a couple of minutes left here, but uh, if you have questions for uh, us to answer as well, questions from the GovGeekdom, uh, please send them to us. Uh, post them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all those areas as well. Uh, we're so thankful and happy that you were able to join us. So we do a live show every Thursday at six o'clock Eastern. And then we post this on our podcast, uh, GovGeeks Assemble, level up your nine to five on 95, as well as on our YouTube channel every Monday as well. So there's plenty of information that you can get connected to. Um, also wanna tie it back to our 14 day GovGeek challenge. Uh, this is a fantastic opportunity where you get one-on-one -on -one interaction with us to help you with all of your career developmental goals and needs. We're really excited to share that with you guys. Um, Karen, do you have any closing thoughts on just really finding the career that's right for you? Be patient um, and just be true to yourself and, you know, give yourself a break sometimes. Um, you'll get there. And I think as long as you take that moment to pause, reflect and be present, it will be evident to you um, if you're on the right track. Absolutely. Yeah, really be aware. I think that that's that's so good. Yeah, be patient with yourself. Because uh, uh, one of the posts I did a while ago, I, I mean, if you're doing the best that you can, if you're working as hard as you can, why also be hard on yourself on top of all of that? That, that could just be detrimental. Yeah. So happy new fiscal year. Happy FY21. Thank you so much for joining us today. I know we're kind of like swaying back and <laughs> forth so you can see the balloons in the background. Yes, we look forward to seeing you next Thursday at 6 p.m. for another episode of our GovGeeks podcast. GovGeeks Assemble, level up your 9 to 5 on 95. Be safe.